0: We are the only minority group that you can join overnight.
1: From overnight production.
0: In the twinkling of an eye, in fact.
1: I've been going through an evolution on this issue.
2: What this is all about is a simple proposition. Who do you love? And will you be loyal to the
1: person you love? I think same-sex couples should be able to get married.
2: There will be some people who will be more emboldened to speak out now. We make this statement today because it is the responsibility and the history of the NAACP to speak up on the civil rights issues of our times. There are kids in my city today who finally, imagine this, feel validated by their president.
0: Welcome to This Way Out, the international LGBTQ radio magazine. I'm Lucia Chappelle. Texas gender-affirming family probes greenlighted. Greece bans conversion therapy for vulnerable people, and we mark a decade since Obama's equality evolution. Those stories and more this week because you've discovered This Way Out.
3: I'm Joe Bainline. And I'm David Hunt. With News Wrap, a summary of some of the news in or affecting LGBTQ communities around the world for the week ending May 14th, 2022. Texas parents of transgender kids are facing child abuse investigations again thanks to the state Supreme Court. It approved the state's emergency appeal of an Austin judge's temporary injunction on May 13th allowing the Department of Family and Protective Services to resume probing families who support medically recommended, gender-affirming health care for their children. Governor Greg Abbott had ordered the investigations. An appeals court supported the injunction against his directive until a lawsuit challenging it has been resolved, but the high court ruled that the lower courts had abused their discretion. The justices did decide that the temporary injunction could continue for the parents of a 16-year-old transgender girl and their medical practitioner who filed the lawsuit. However, all other families and caregivers in Texas, not parties to the lawsuit, are suitable targets for child abuse investigations. Abbott's action was based on legal opinion by fellow Republican Attorney General Ken Paxton. Critics say it was riddled with factual errors and faulty conclusions about gender-affirming care. The court said that while the governor had the right to issue the directive, the Department of Family and Protective Services was not obligated to follow it. It's not yet clear if the department will actually resume what many are calling an anti-trans witch hunt in the state of Texas.
4: The day before that state high court ruling, a Texas county judge gave the green light to the resumption of gender-affirming care for pediatric patients at Children's Medical Center, Dallas. The specialized Genesis Clinic bowed to mounting criticism by anti-trans social conservatives and political leaders, and stopped accepting new patients in November. Dr. Jimena Lopez is the founder and director of the clinic, housed at and jointly operated with the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center. She's represented by attorney Charla Aldous, who filed a lawsuit in March, demanding that Genesis be allowed to accept new patients. Dallas County Court at Law Judge Melissa Bellin ordered the new patient restrictions lifted on May 12th, saying that management at Children's Medical Center had violated the law by interfering with, controlling, or otherwise directing any physician's professional judgment. The order is good for just two weeks, pending another hearing, set for May 26th. The center had turned down about 100 families seeking gender-affirming care for their children since November, according to the Texas Tribune. They report that five new patients scheduled appointments at the center within hours of the court ruling. The Genesis program helps trans kids socialize into their identified gender, providing hormone therapy and or puberty blockers as medically recommended. It does not perform gender-affirming surgeries. Minors rarely receive those procedures anyway.
3: Louisiana's version of Don't Say Gay is back from the dead. Republican State Representative Raymond Cruz pushed a committee of the whole procedure to get the entire House to override last week's House Education Committee decision. The committee had killed the bill by a vote of 7-4 to 4 with the help of three majority Republicans. The full House kept the bill alive, voting 55-39, to 39, mostly along party lines. Under the usual guise of protecting children, Louisiana's proposal is even more extreme than the infamous Florida law. It bans discussion of sexual orientation or gender identity in kindergarten through the 8th grade, and specifically prohibits teachers from discussing their own personal orientation through the 12th grade. Sarah Jane Guidry of the statewide queer advocacy group Forum for Equality denounced the effort to censor and control students and teachers. She said, Moving this bill forward at the expense of LGBTQ students' well being is a shameful political trick. A full House debate on Louisiana's Don't Say Gay bill has yet to be scheduled.
4: The pre-trial detention of lesbian WNBA All-Star Brittany Greiner in Russia has been extended for another month. The original court order had kept her behind bars until May 19th. Greiner was arrested in late February at a Moscow-area airport for allegedly carrying cannabis oil vape cartridges in her luggage on entering the country. Lawyer Alexander Boykov told the Associated Press this week that the relatively short extension of Greiner's detention suggests to him that the case will come to trial soon. If convicted, she faces up to 10 years in prison. U.S. officials have been in regular contact with the Phoenix Mercury's two-time Olympic gold medalist, and the State Department has designated her as being wrongfully detained. A consular official said she is doing as well as can be expected during exceedingly difficult circumstances. Russia may be interested in trading Greiner for the notorious arms dealer known as the Merchant of Death. Victor Boot was arrested in Thailand and extradited to the U.S. in 2010, where he was convicted of smuggling weapons to Colombian rebels, intended for use against U.S. citizens. He's been serving a 25-year prison sentence in New York since 2012. Greiner's wife, Shirelle, has asked the public to respect their privacy, as behind-the-scenes negotiations for her release continue.
3: Two other lesbians have escaped Russia, partners and human rights activist Lucy Sten and Masha Alukinya of the punk rock performance art group Pussy Riot. Also a Moscow municipal deputy, Lucy had been under house arrest for more than a year and decided to leave a month ago when a sign saying traitors appeared on the couple's door. Masha's house arrest for protesting the invasion of Ukraine was about to be changed to a 21-day stint in a penal colony. They made their separate ways to Lithuania, each evading police by dressing as commonplace Moscow food delivery couriers. Lucy told The Guardian it was really convenient that delivery couriers have such big bags. Pussy Riot first made headlines 10 years ago when they staged a colorful protest in Moscow's Christ the Savior Cathedral against Vladimir Putin. They've been on his enemies list ever since, even though they thoughtfully decorated Russian government buildings with rainbow pride flags for his birthday in 2020. Masha and Lucy left Russia reluctantly, but Putin's escalating purge of truth-telling journalists and human rights activists since his Ukraine invasion convinced them that they could do more good outside the country. Several bandmates have also been able to leave Russia, and Lucy says Pussy Riot has started a European tour to raise funds for Ukrainian refugees.
4: The Greek parliament has banned conversion therapy, but only for vulnerable people, such as minors or those with legal guardians. Those who flaunt the law face fines and prison terms. The legislation also bans promoting or advertising conversion therapy to minors. The medically debunked practice that falsely claims to change LGBTQ people often does real mental health damage. Some queer activists complain that the ban doesn't go far enough, Consenting adults can still volunteer for the treatments that even Greece's health minister, Thanos Plevris, calls not only not a therapy, but not supported scientifically. Athens-based LGBTQ rights group OLCA warns that the loophole still leaves thousands of young people vulnerable to abuse and may exempt faith-based forms of the practice, such as exorcism. For example, conversion therapy is aggressively promoted on a website funded by the Greek Orthodox Church.
3: Finally, how can you go? Some Republican members of the United States Senate want to protect children from disturbing content featuring LGBTQ characters on television. Senator Roger Marshall of Indiana drafted the offensive letter warning the TV Parental Guidelines Advisory Board that Topics of a sexual nature have become aggressively politicized and promoted in children's programming, including experimental treatments for mental disorders like gender dysphoria. The letter singled out the Republicans' favorite punching bag of late, Disney, more punishment for its belated opposition to Florida's don't-say-gay law. A press release from Marshall's office cites reports that Disney plans to increase LGBTQ characters in what he calls their latest campaign to embed left-wing sexual politics into its children's programming. Senators Mike Braun of Indiana, Steve Daines of Montana, Kevin Kramer of North Dakota, and Mike Lee of Utah signed on to Marshall's letter. It sets a May 18th deadline for the advisory board to respond to their request for a revised rating system to warn parents about mature content. So parents should beware and add to anything Disney for perilous shows cited by Marshall's office, Danger Force, and The Loud House on Nickelodeon, and Netflix's upcoming Dead End, Paranormal Park, and long-running She-Ra and the Princess of Power.
2: We're going-
4: That's News Wrap, global queer news with attitude for the week ending May 14th, 2022. Follow the news in your area and around the world. An informed community is a strong community.
3: News Wrap is written by Greg Gordon, edited by Lucia Chappelle, produced by Brian DeShazer and brought to you by you. Thank you. Help
4: keep us in ears around the world at thiswayout.org, where you can also read the text of this newscast and much more.
3: And you can read the transcript and listen to News Wrap each week by subscribing to our This Way Out radio channel on YouTube. For This Way Out, I'm Joe Bainline. Stay healthy. And I'm David Hunt. Stay safe.
0: Hello, I'm Robbie Kaplan, the author of Then Comes Marriage, United States v. Windsor and the Defeat of DOMA. And you are listening to This Way Out, the international radio show for all our sexually diverse
1: communities. Good news. Good news. Ain't that good news? Are you signed up for our e newsletter, Inside This Way Out?
0: We send them out every few weeks, briefly reviewing recent and previewing upcoming programming and deepening the conversation about your favorite international LGBTQ
3: radio show. All you have to do to receive Inside This Way Out is email us at info at thiswayout.org. And
0: be assured, that we don't share or sell your email address or anything about you to anyone else, and we never
1: will. Again, to receive the occasional Inside This Way Out and let us know you're listening, email us at info at thiswayout.org. Time for another This Way Out rewind. Rewind. Rewind.
0: A lot has happened in U.S. politics in the 10 years since President Barack Obama announced his evolution on the subject of marriage equality. You might even wonder if it's been 10 years of devolution. With the Supreme Court posed to reevaluate the very basis of privacy rights, maybe turning our This Way Out clock back to May of 2012 might actually be a step forward. The first turn comes from Greg Gordon.
1: I believe that marriage uh, is the union between a man and a woman.
3: You say you want an evolution, well, you know, Obama's gonna change the world. Feelings about this are constantly evolving. I struggle with this. You say it's in the Constitution, yeah, you know. Obama's gonna change the world. He's always
1: said that he was evolving on the issue, so much so that his evolution had become the butt of many political jokes. But this week, President Barack Obama reached the zenith of his long climb to finally embrace full civil marriage equality for gays and lesbians. The Obama administration has already taken several actions in support of same-gender couples, including executively ordered benefits for the partners of lesbian and gay federal workers and a refusal to defend court challenges to the constitutionality of the Defense of Marriage Act's denial of federal recognition to legal same-gender unions. There were reports that Obama had actually evolved a few months ago, and a formal announcement of his change of heart was expected a few weeks before the Democratic Party convention in September. But comments by Vice President Joe Biden on the May 6th broadcast of NBC TV's Meet the Press changed that timetable.
2: Look, uh, I just think uh, that uh, the good news is that as more and more Americans be, come to understand, what this is all about is a simple proposition. Who do you love? Who do you love? And will you be loyal to the person you love? And that's what people are finding out is what, what all marriages what their root are about.
1: I've known Joe Biden, Vice President Biden, since I interned for him in the Senate in 1976. Evan Wolfson of the equality group Freedom to Marry spoke warmly of his old boss during an interview on MSNBC. I saw him on TV, like I think every viewer did, opening his heart and changing his mind. And that's the very same journey that so many Americans have been on. The president and his advisors apparently decided that his hand had been forced. In what was described as a hastily arranged interview with ABC TV's Robin Roberts on May 9th, Obama became the first sitting U.S. president to embrace civil marriage equality. I've been going through an evolution on this issue. And I had hesitated on gay marriage, uh, in part because I thought civil unions would be sufficient. But I have to tell you that over the course of several years, as I talked to friends and family Uh, When I think about members of my own staff who are in incredibly committed, monogamous relationships, same-sex relationships, who are raising kids together, at a certain point, I've just concluded it is important for me to go ahead and affirm that uh, I think same-sex couples should be able to get married. Openly gay U.S. Congressman Barney Frank of Massachusetts discussed the politics of President Obama's announcement with Rachel Maddow on her May 10th MSNBC TV show.
2: There will be some people who will be more emboldened to speak out now. You know, this is a society where people influence each other. uh, And when the president says it, there'll be people, it probably won't make any difference in Manhattan, Los Angeles, uh, uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, but in parts of the country where people are still feeling a little... Intimidated, morally and culturally, having the president on their side will be uh, will be very helpful.
1: Cory Booker, the progressive African American mayor of Newark, New Jersey, offered his
2: own perspective. There are kids in my city today who, finally, imagine this, feel validated by their president that I am an equal citizen in your eyes as well. And and to me, that's a historic thing when a president comes out and says, I believe in equality, I'm ready to go through that, what I think is one of the last hurdles for us being the nation that we say we are.
0: How the world can change, it can change like that, due to one little word, married.
3: See a palace rise from a two-roomed flat, due to one little word,
0: The confetti was still falling in the LGBT community celebrating U.S. President Barack Obama's affirmation of marriage equality when the straight punditry started asking how his announcement would play in the African-American community. I'm Lucia Chappelle. It seems that every prominent black man who has faced a camera in the weeks since the big evolution from Jay-Z to Chris Rock has been asked to comment on the subject. Former Secretary of State Colin Powell I know
4: a lot of friends who are individually gay but are in partnerships with with, uh, loved ones and they are as stable a family as my family is and they raise children and so I don't see any reason not to say that they should be able to uh, get married and so I support the president's decision and I think most Americans increasingly understand that times have changed just like they changed between gays in the military
1: and when I was able to support uh, removing that, that barrier to service.
2: Straight military personnel will have to shower with homosexual. What do you think goes wrong when people shower with homosexual? Do you think it's the spray makes it catching? I mean, uh, we don't get ourselves dry cleaned. Hello, I'm Barney Frank, and you are listening to This Way Out, the international radio show for all our sexually diverse communities.
3: Used to be that white couldn't marry black when you take... Alright, we're gonna take them back. Equal love,
0: it's equal life, it's whether you're man and husband or woman and wife. Equal love, it's equal life, it's we're spelling it out lgbti 2 -I i most significant development regarding marriage equality in African American politics came from the NAACP this week. The 103-year-old National Association for the Advancement of Colored People's board of directors voted 62 to 2 to support same-gender marriage, quote, "consistent with equal protection under the law." NAACP President Benjamin Jealous announced the resolution at a press conference.
2: Marriage equality, is a struggle goes or the NAACP goes at least as far back as the Supreme Court decision in Loving versus Virginia in 1967 and the lawsuit which prompted that which was filed in 1958. In the year before she died, Ms. Loving, who who with her husband successfully sued to end legally sanctioned marriage inequality based on race, wrote a powerful piece which ended in, I quote, I am proud that Richards and my name is on a court case that can reinforce the love, the commitment, the fairness and the family that so many people, black or white, young or old, gay or straight, seek in life. I support the freedom to marry for all. That's what this case, that's what lo- loving are all about." End quote. We make this statement today because it is the responsibility and the history of the NAACP to speak up on the civil rights issues of our times. We are both proud of our history and challenged by it. Challenged to never allow threats to equality for all people go uncontested. We want to be on record that the NAACP now firmly opposes all efforts to restrict marriage equality. We will oppose threats to the 14th Amendment's guarantee of equal rights under the law in any state where that issue is raised. And we will follow our historic mission to ensure the political, educational, social, and economic equality of all persons. This means that we will oppose all efforts by Congress or by any president to enshrine discrimination into the laws of our great country. Finally, let me say that this is one of the key civil rights issues of our day. We at the NAACP understand that with all such struggles, There are conversations that happen at dinner tables, among families and across our communities. These are conversations between good people who are looking to their own hearts to figure out what to ultimately believe and how to act. We respect that this is how change is ultimately made. Indeed, it is the context in which we have done our work for 103 years. Civil marriage, like all civil rights provided by the government, must be provided equally to all The NAACP has been making the case for equality for 103 years, and we will continue to do so throughout our association's second century.
0: Ben Jealous was asked about possible conflicts for religious African Americans over the marriage equality issue.
2: We have one message for the country, which is that civil marriage is a civil right and a matter for civil law. The only question before us today is what is the role of government and what is its responsibility to all of its citizens. I would like to point out that many of us are religiously based. The bishop, our chairman who's an ordained reverend, myself who was an altar boy. Uh, we do this work because of our faith, not in spite of it. With that said, our calling as an organization is to defend the US Constitution. We are here to speak to, again, matters of civil law and matters of civil rights. I've spoken to many clergy who feel Differently, different sides, different theologies, different doctrines, all are very clear that if this is a difference, it is a difference, not a division. If this is a contrast, it is a contrast, not a conflict. To a one, they understand that there are well, <coughs> excuse me, to a one, you know, excuse me, I'm a bit moved. My um, <coughs> parents' own marriage was against the law at the time, and they had to return here to Baltimore after getting married in Washington DC and the procession back was mistaken for <clears throat> a funeral procession because it was so quick-sought up to people to see all these cars with these headlines on headlights on having to go from one city all the way to the next just so they could have a party after they got married in their own home. It's an important day but again you know let, let, let me be very clear that as I've spoken to leaders, faith leaders, political leaders about this issue, folks are very clear that we must be united in these times in our core work to defend civil rights and push forward justice for all people in this country. And while we may there may be some differences in different faiths, no one intends to let those well-funded groups about whom news stories have been written, who intu- intend to use this as a wedge issue succeed in doing just that. Of course there will be you know, people here and there who try to make a name for themselves by stirring up controversy. But the, as far as the big leaders Everybody is, you know, is is on the same page. This will not be used as a wedge issue in our community.
0: That was NAACP President Benjamin Jealous at a press conference announcing his organization's historic decision to endorse the right of same-gender couples to marry. What do we want? Love, when do you want it down? I said, What do we want? Equal love, when do you want it down? It's just sweet
3: love, time is here right now.
0: Is there an Obama effect? MSNBC's Rachel Maddow reported on some fascinating new polling data.
3: One large and very influential voting bloc in the state of Maryland, a bloc that makes up nearly 30% of the population in that state, over the course of the last two months went through a massive transformation on this issue. African-American voters in Maryland just a couple of months ago, in March, were against same-sex marriage rights in their state by 17 points. Now, they are for same-sex marriage rights by 19 points. Same poll. That is a 36-point swing in two months. Nothing swings 36 points in two months in American public opinion. Nothing. This just, this just does not happen.
0: reports from May of 2012. What progress or regress will the next decade bring? Thanks for choosing This Way Out, brought to you by the nonprofit Overnight Productions. Some program material this week came from Joe Bainline and David Hunt, produced by Brian DeShazer, and from Greg Gordon. Shelby Checker, Alia Rose, Sean Chapin, Alan Cumming, Michael Ross, Jade Leonard featuring Dolly Diamond and Luke Gallagher, and the Confusion Choir performed some of the music you heard, and Kim Wilson composed and performed our theme music. This Way Out thanks the Kicking Assets Fund of the Tides Foundation, the Yovana Foundation, a bequest from Christopher David Trentum, and donors John Beaupre and Richard Merck and Brad Payton of Silicon Valley. Listener donors make this program possible. Thank you. Look for This Way Out Radio on social media, email info at thiswayout.org, or write to us at P.O. Box 1065, Los Angeles, California, 90078, USA. For coordinating producer Greg Gordon and all of us at This Way Out, I'm Lucia Chappell. Thanks for listening online at thiswayout.org and on KBOO, Corvallis, Albany, Hood River, Oregon, 2MIA, Griffith, New South Wales, WRFN, Nashville, Tennessee, and a wide array of community terrestrial and internet radio stations around the world, including this one. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay tuned, y'all.